Hi, I'm Danny, and I've been a bartender in Las Vegas for the past 24 years. Over those years, I've heard a ton of great stories from fellow bartenders and Las Vegas workers. So I'll be your host as we listen in while they share their stories. This is Tales from Vegas. Hi, and welcome to Tales from Vegas. This is episode three. Thank you guys for uh, showing up again. Um, today, we have another guest and a good friend of mine that I've had here for a while in the place we work. We call uh, the casino. Um, and this gentleman is interesting because he's just not a, a, a bartender, a good bartender at that, by the way. Um, Patrick is also a musician, and he's been for... Well, I know, I mean, ever since you were little. Well, first of all, say hi, Patrick. Hello. How's it going? All right. So, uh, you know, instead of letting me get into it, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Pat? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, thanks for having me. Uh, First Mm -hmm. first of all, I am born and raised here. So growing up here, um, watching things progress has been definitely interesting, exciting in ways too, but uh, definitely big changes. Um, But yeah, I... uh, I've been bartending for quite a while, just as you and you. I think your brother was on talking about the yeah. same thing. So uh-huh. I think I'm in about, you know, 20, 21 years of bartending as well. But as yeah, far it's as the sweet spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be right. Yeah, <laughs> we get all in that little that little realm there. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, as far as music's concerned, um, that all started for me about eight years old, taking piano lessons. Okay. So that's kind of where that venture started. Um, and that's your, your first love, basically. That's it's just, you recognize yourself as a musician Absolutely. before anything else. And, yeah. and I, that's actually, uh, for me, if anything, that's why I know you as the musician who's also our, our, you know, a fellow bartender who works with us, but you are the musician. Thank you. Yeah, I, I would probably say that's my biggest love since, you know, since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, now having a family and things like that not being said, but... Uh, yeah, I've been a bartender a long time, but I've always recognized, recognized myself as yeah. as a musician. Yeah. And be. and sometimes a late night crappy video game player. <laughs> but, hey, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Those are other adventures of ours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. All right. So um, as a musician, when you started out, now you, you said it started at eight. So was it a family thing you we went into or is it just kind of th- something on your own some people have like a family or father or mother even like grandparents or uncles that and that's where they got into it or is it just something you start on your own or how, how did that come about absolutely family okay. uh my grandfather on my mom's side was uh in the marines but the marine marching band okay. so he led uh cool. he led the band and but he was also a bass player stand-up bass player oh wow so um once he got out of that and he did a lot of other things as far as work but he was a bass player in multiple bands, even uh, from Texas to here. I think some jazz bands and things like I think oh, wow. the name was like the Ink Spots or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? oh, yeah so that's cool. <laughs> he was a stand-up bass player. So, nice. Um, you know, my mom grew up taking piano lessons. So I think when the time came and my parents uh, could actually afford a piano, yeah, uh, she wanted to get me in that as well. Uh, so that's exactly when I was eight. My parents were able to. My dad came home with a friend unloading a piano that they had picked up for, I don't know, maybe 500 bucks back then, yeah. which probably was a lot. It's a lot of money back then, yeah. exactly. So, you know, watching them heave it off the back of the truck. Cool. Um, and that's kind of where it started for me. So I took piano lessons all the way until high school. Now, were, were you uh, were you into it? I mean, you went, you went at it pretty well, or did they have to kind of, not force you, but they had to kind of get you? It had it? its moments. Okay. There, was, there was multiple times where I was all in. And yes. then there's times where... Um, I think as it got, I got a little older, um, it became more of a chore to go to rehearsal right, practice. Right. Um, Especially when you're younger because you don't need to... Yeah, I started kind of having a girlfriend or in the beginnings of high school. Yeah, more um, important things to worry about, right? Yeah, yeah um, but that still was the thing that was able to open up other doors. And so okay. I w- always would be so appreciated that I took that you know took my mom got me into yeah, that stuff and I kind of urged you and pushed you into it yeah. I still have the same piano in yeah. my house today nice so same one since I was eight um, wow 
I've, oh, that's cool, man. I've moved that yeah. thing so many times. That's it, your baby, man. Oh, that, my, that's your first baby right there. That thing weighs over 500 pounds. <laughs> it's a heavy baby. But it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, there's a couple of our friends that have uh, that we all know that's helped me move that thing. Oh, so right. they know okay. the pain yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, so you know, growing up doing that, uh, as, as I got older and I got almost pretty much what you consider like the end of... The piano lessons, you know, right. it gets to this point where you've done all the lessons, right? Right. And they're right. like, okay, that my my teacher, you know, I I did recitals, I did jazz things, right. I I did concerts at UNLV. Wow. Okay. Um, growing up before, which is cool because I ended up attending and, and becoming an alumni at UNLV later. Yeah. But you know, I'm nice. like 10 years old going yeah. to UNLV playing oh, shows in front of people and uh, stuff. So I mean, you, I mean, you're. you're Sounds like you're being a little humble, but you were really good. I mean, almost pretty. Not, well, not many people are, are doing that when they started off. I mean, usually people like four and they're like, yeah, by 10. But you, I mean, that's pretty quick to be already doing that stuff. So it sounds like you were pretty damn decent, brother, right well, away. Well, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I think I started off with pouring my heart into it, which was good. The, probably a good start. You right, know what right. I mean? Um, after, after a while, when you start getting towards the end parts of lessons even a, even a piano recital teacher is like okay what do you want to do next the yeah. lessons are done do you want to just start writing that's kind of where i fell off and kind of decided to, to take a take a stop but okay. the great thing about that is right when that happened um i remember my cousin who is uh five years older than me he actually took me to a concert okay this is the first concert on my own now my parents mm-hmm. took me to my first concert as far as ever which right. was cool because they took me to see Def Leppard at the Thomas and oh, Mac nice. Center. So oh, like, they yeah, did yeah, it right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they did it real right. But Very nice. um, as far as myself going by myself, I was 13 years old. I'll never forget it. Oh, and wow. It was at the Huntridge Theater. <clears throat> ah, very right? nice. Yes. So this is back when the Huntridge was going. It wasn't yep. a theater anymore. No, for we're playing bands. Band, yeah. but it was playing bands every night. Yeah. Uh, it was all ages. Yeah. And and it, it was a huge part of my life. So. That first concert, and it's funny because I was thinking about it in my head, knowing that I was going to be on this show, and I had to look up and try to find some information on it, and make sure my memory served me correct. Right, you right. Know. Uh-huh. Uh, we, as we know, that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it was. It was um, 1993. Yeah. And it was. I was, you know, uh, in the first part of high school. It was a Sunday night. So I had school the next morning. So my parents are crazy. I don't know what they were thinking. Let me go. Which is, but it's awesome because his five-year-old older cousin trusted right. him. Right. I'm glad they did. Well, they probably knew that you were into music and that it was going to be a, 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 important to you. you I know, think so. Down the road, it really because obviously now it, it really made an impact. This was with you. huge. Yeah. This This show was huge. So it was um, Bad Religion, '93, wow. Hundred Theater, and touring with Green Day. Right. Oh, but, okay. But Green Day opened up for Bad Religion. Okay. Okay. So. Right. So, but yeah, Bad Religion was a headliner. Yeah, I didn't okay, know who nice. Green. I I didn't even really know much about Green Day. Mm. Didn't even know much about Bad Religion. But yeah. because my cousin was five years older and already I knew that he was into um, skateboarding and yeah. certain kinds of music like uh, punk and and you know, I don't know if it was grunge yet because it's before right. that, but. Um, the Smiths or uh, Front Forward, Front Two, Alternative kind 22. of. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I I I was excited to go, and I remember going that night and watching, and uh, being just kind of amazed by the energy there. Yeah. Obviously, you know there was, I mean, just a ton of people and a lot of energy. So that next day, I found myself, and I'll never forget it, in class, singing a couple songs that I didn't even know, but the mm. melody stuck in my head. Okay. But that was it. From there. Yeah. It was all about getting into skateboarding and listening to punk and yeah, yeah. and and some getting some aggression out right. and and that was kind of the the next big step other than taking those lessons. Right. That's that's kind of what did it because from there I became a skateboarder and I wanted to skate all the time and right. got into the uh, the punk music. Yeah. Um, and and that was a huge that was a huge step. That's cool. Now, so one interesting note you talked about seeing Bad Religion Hundredge. Yeah. Um, my wife who. Her parents lived still down the street from from the Huntridge area. Yeah, she went to a Bad Religion concert at Huntridge too. Mm. I'm thinking it might have been the same show. My I don't goodness. know if she knows if it was like the Green Day one, but I know they played there a few times. But she has a, she would never come on and tell herself. She has a story about seeing Bad Religion there herself with her and her friend. Oh, uh, so. you know, you no, know, I know they were there also probably quite a bit. I know they were there in yeah. '95 when I was looking back to make sure yeah. about oh, this the show. Right time. Gotcha. They were doing a Stranger Than Fiction, which is one of their albums tour in 95 as well so but anytime around there they were playing there a lot i mean that place was it meant a lot 
for all ages. It, that was a good place. Like you said, in all ages, and it had some great bands. That you <sighs> hit some of the names that went through there, I, mean, I never got to go there myself. I, I can't even tell you why. I, I was of, of age. But uh, all the names, I'm like, how the hell did I miss all this? Uh, yeah, it was only because of my my cousin, and yeah. after that, it opened the floodgate. I mean, right. I wanted to be there every weekend. Yeah, I mean, I saw, you know, it just didn't it didn't matter. But I was there to see everybody. But I got to see so many cool bands. I mean, I saw Corn open up for Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, nice! I didn't know who Corn uh, was, yeah. and that was such a small venue too, so especially small. at that time. That's you awesome. know, and yeah. to see like uh, you know Nine Inch Nails there. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, I saw behind there was another place that opened up that called was called the Sanctuary. I saw Weezer there. Okay. So this became a huge mecca for me. Um, so the next big step was, um, I think around eighth grade, meeting my now still best friend. Um, and uh, we met, he had a skateboard on the bus and, and I, or he had a book about the doors and I had a skateboard and we, we just connected. And we, we definitely became close pretty quick. And uh, from there, I think, you know, fast forward a little bit, we wanted to start our own band, right? Yeah, like it yeah. was, we well, were in the punk. That's the next step, right? It was the next <laughs> yeah. step. So I still have this bass hanging upstairs on my wall, but it is like one of the very first ever electric basses that my grandfather had. Oh, it's wow. like when they just barely first started making oh, that's cool. a handheld bass electric. Right. Because, right. you know, oh, wow. again, he was a stand-up bass player. Yeah. Um, so I actually used that with one of his old amps and, <laughs> and then right. my, cool. my my best friend yeah. he was playing guitar and already taking lessons yeah so hey here comes the band right yeah so, yeah, yeah you know i don't even know what i'm doing right. i'm a piano player yeah. you know i know some notes but i don't know what i'm doing so yeah. we're in my room and i'm just plucking away and he knows guitar and we're just like the idea of a Feeling band started. yeah well and then fast forward a little bit my cousin who took me to that first show he got in the mix. So yeah. now we got this whole idea of a band starting, but I'm going to be the singer. Yes. My cousin's nice. going to play bass. Uh-huh. My best friend is going to play the guitar. Yeah. And we had this guy, this drummer. Started trying to get together, write some songs, just the beginnings of ideas for right, young people. Right. The drummer flaked out. Yeah, okay. I mean, he just, just stopped showing up. Oh, yeah. Can't write a song. We were just sitting around. No drummer. You got no song. Yeah, no be Fortunately... <laughs> My best friend's father was a drummer who played around town here a lot um, okay. in cover bands growing up. Uh, he had a drum set sitting there. So I just sat on a drum set. Uh, I was probably 14 or 15. Yeah. Uh, just don't even know what I'm doing. Just make some type of beat so we could write a song. Just so they right. can sit there in unison right. and write something. Right. We, we just... You had nothing to back... Yeah. So you had to but, have that foundation of the drum to get yeah, things going. But it just felt right for me. And mm. I just stayed on it. And yeah. that's the beginning of me becoming a drummer, which was actually the biggest part of my music career. Yeah. Um, piano led to it, but I've been a drummer off and on in bands throughout this town since, since then. 15. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. um, so we started that band and back then it was called 86. We were yeah, skateboarders yeah, yeah. and we we're always getting 86. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> by security. Yes. Yeah, so there was no nice. skate parks. No, no, no. <laughs> we had to drive to St. George for the closest skate, oh, uh, skate yeah. park. Yeah, there was no skate park. Yeah, there was just, no skate park. You just wherever you wherever you showed up was your skate park, basically. Yeah, primary banks and yeah. UNLV getting chased off by cops yeah, and yeah. security. So that's we were funny. 86, yeah, the punk funny. band. So. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, that's a good name, though. That's a good that's a good punk name, man. That's almost perfect. Yeah, it worked out. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, we didn't have a lot of shows it didn't last a, a crazy time we made we made a tape yeah yeah you right, know yeah. oh yeah we were yeah. proud of that i yeah. did some home uh printouts and yeah. folded them up how, and how we, many songs do you have on there just i think we had like six that's not bad I man know, yeah that's five? pretty good yeah for just a couple of kids yeah yeah, yeah i remember i remember on their little uh throwing a little shout out to my then girlfriend you know it's like <laughs> like that matter yeah, yeah like a high school girlfriend i love you wanda <laughs> <laughs> Just so, want to say thanks to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that that <laughs> was it. To you. Um, yeah, that was that was the oh, cool. the formation into me becoming a you know a, the biggest part is the, being a drummer. So w- when you started doing those those beats, just like you said, to get that because because you weren't really planning on moving to drum. You were just like, I just want to get them to get our songs going. We needed a beat going. I just tried to make something yeah. steady. So was it right away that it clicked, or just after doing it a few times, you kind of like you know what I, I, this is kind of. I, I don't like know this. if it, you know it's a good question. I don't know if it was right away, but because I did it probably enough just for us to try to write songs. Yeah. And that drum set was always there set up. Um like it's there. It just it just you almost started to it click. naturally. Yeah. So my parents I went yeah. out and bought me my first drum set. Oh, okay. And um I'll never forget it. Actually, I just 
just got just got done donating it because I oh yeah I over the years I accumulated I had three drum sets in my house oh my I gosh. just don't need three drum sets <laughs> one in the bathroom one, yes. one in the bedroom it's just one in the so kitchen. much yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never want to let go of these things right but I figured if I can that's donate funny. them to like a music program or some kid that's playing drums that doesn't really have it which is what I did with two of them yeah. so I kept one so I downsized the one good. that's good yeah I think one is fine <laughs> yeah it's not like having uh, like a fiddle right right yeah yeah I have three fiddles well they're in the closet no well, the drums but, but, yeah, are exactly yeah yeah again a fiddle in the bathroom yeah. I got a fiddle in the, cl- in the closet <laughs> why is he fiddling in the closet don't open it if he's fiddling in the closet it's got great, yeah, sound, yeah. great acoustics in there I swear right <laughs> why are you on your underwear shut up leave me alone <laughs> good vibrations yeah <laughs> that's funny so that's cool so you got the so the drumming came on basically as a, like you said just wasn't even planning just trying to get things yeah. going but then that's how that's how everything clicked but i know i was gonna be the singer yeah 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 um, you know what i mean which could have could have worked, worked out man. but another interesting thing about that drum set is that's the first drum set that i ever really saw set up okay. um i'm left-handed okay that drum set is set up right-handed so i play to this day drums right-handed oh because that's what you first that's learned just what i saw but i wouldn't have known any different yeah you know, but it, but it was fine for you. I mean, it, I would it never out. be able to change it now. Yeah, now would totally. Oh, that be funny I would to sound scale? like pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing, Patrick. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So now, as as you're getting older now, and, and and you're doing your music and stuff, and and you guys have started a band now, were you? Uh, did this band go anywhere? Basically, I mean, I mean, did you actually go and play for people and and and. and where did it go from there? How did it grow, or where did you go from? The first band, which '86, we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it, not really, not a lot. Now we did play some shows out live. Right. So we got that feel of playing. Okay. You live. did actually play in front of people some and stuff. Bars. And... I think there was a you know there was a place called JC's Lodge. JC Lodge. Yeah. There was an Elks Lodge and then a JC Lodge. And I think that. we ended up playing the JC Lodge. Okay. And we might have played another bar somewhere yeah. at some point. Um, were there it, people there when you played? Uh, I mean, yes. Oh, hey, yes. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, might, maybe not a lot. But, <laughs> but there were but people there. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it live. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that one kind of didn't manifest as crazy, but it was a good beginning. I think um, the next incarnation was um, the, was a big one. And that's, again, where I was in a band with uh, my best friend again. Yeah, uh, but this time he was a singer, and there were there were some really great musicians. They were a little older than us. they were still in, in the, they were still from this town, uh, and going to the, they went to high school. They were still from this town, oh, but cool. they were yeah. a little older. So I think when I was sixteen, we started the next band. Okay. Um, and again, I've now at this point, I've been drumming for maybe a year. Yeah, which was you were still kind of new to it. Still I mean, so fresh. Yeah, still. But know. these other people had been in multiple bands, just like I started in yeah. their young, growing up through gotcha. high school. But they were now like, it, like you know, twenty four and twenty eight. Oh, okay. So they were definitely so, older, yeah. Older. My best friend and I were the young ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are super young. Okay. But we were. In, but it was good because it was that next level. Of them taking it a little more serious. Yes. And it was time for me to step it up more. And it showed you how to be more serious I about guess, it i guess and more professional yeah it was um, like an example of like oh okay so that's mm-hmm. that's how those guys do it because like you said this is not uh, like a hobby to these guys this is like their thing no this is, they this wanted is it this is what they want it was time for them to they wanted to make it they wanted to be musicians right. they had their day job but this was something they had taken serious long before even they met me or right. you know my so friend. it kind of showed you how the, the way to approach it and everything yeah. how to you know and not just be like hey we're just farting around having fun like yeah. you're, you're gonna have fun but you this is what we're gonna do and perfect almost kind of like professionally kind of yeah like, it was a cool. bit of pressure but in a good way right um i had a lot i was in over my head um but it was it like it, you know it was in a good way uh and we this is the band that, that we actually really started playing a lot of shows we okay played out a lot more yeah um one of the coolest things and we're talking about coming full circle a little bit is from that first show that I went to the Huntridge. Yeah. Um, the One of the last shows I played with with this particular band, we actually played the Huntridge. Oh, really? So I actually oh, I got to play that. on that stage. Awesome. Just one time. Yeah. Before it was God Rest It Soul yeah, Gone. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. And still in limbo to this day, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, like I said, they fought for it so hard. And, and yeah, so... Um, so you actually got to go on there and play. That one, one like, show, we got booked and played a show. And I'll never wow. forget, I was so excited. Because yeah. this is something, this is yeah. a mecca for me. Right. I spent, I spent every weekend there. 
I mean, any show, it didn't matter. Yeah, right. Uh, any, I mean, Lagwagon, No Effects. I mean, every punk band you can think of. And, and, yeah. and some on top of that, just even bigger names. Right. And so that night before we played there, I'll never forget, I went down there and I think I was with my best friend. And there might be a picture out there somewhere. If I could ever find mm-hmm. it, I would love to yeah, see it. Yeah. But we went down there to see our name on the on the board. On the marquee, yeah. On the marquee. Oh, that's cool. And we were playing with this band called Johnny Flamehead. Okay, that actually sounds kind of familiar. Okay. Yeah, right. I wasn't real. I didn't know who they were. We right. were just opening up for this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't For even us, care. it didn't matter. No, I, I don't like, care. That's right. Yeah. I'm playing on that stage. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. We went down there to take a picture, and that particular night, the F was not light lit up. Uh huh. It said Johnny Lamehead. <laughs> <laughs> God, that name is so much better. <laughs> oh God, I'll never forget that night. Johnny, Lame. yeah, that's great. That's who we're opening yeah, up yeah, for. Yeah, Johnny Layman. Yeah. That's right. Our, our finding our big break on this yeah, stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So, that, man, that's I didn't know that. So that must have been totally surreal being yeah. up there and doing that, and just like, like you said, this is where you kind of really opened you up. I mean, other than, than learning from your parents, that you really opened you up. Like, man, this is what I want to do. So that to actually end up playing on that, not many people get a chance to do that. You no, know? I thought that was huge for that me. That is huge. I mean, that that's cool. So. Yeah, um, I think that you know there might there uh, I might one been one other time with some kind of battle of band situation, but this was like a night. This was like a show, and yeah. just to be on that stage and to see what it looked like from behind, because from their side, yeah. from two dozen times I saw what it looked like down in the pit yeah watching you know it was a tall stage so yes. everyone looked bigger than life yeah I right i mean it was uh, from bad religion to all those no effects everyone just looked so it was so exciting but yeah. to actually be behind have my drum set set up ready to move out yeah and it, it was it was cool it was a full circle for me i made that that's, meant that's, a lot because i I'm mean sure if it, it was still there it'd be one thing but it's not and, yeah yeah so um, it is really i'm glad cool, that man. happened right yeah. oh that's cool i'm gonna have to after this, because like my wife, because yeah, she has a lot of stories from Hunter Ridge too. Her, her and her friend would go down there. And, oh my goodness! Yeah. It was just every weekend. There was going to yeah. be a show there. Yeah. And what the heck else did we have to do? Yeah, exactly. So skateboard and go see a cheap show. What's funny about the Hunter Ridge? So, I never got to see the bands, but I actually went when it was a movie theater. I actually went to go see the Three Amigos at that uh, at, oh. at Hunter Ridge. Oh, that you know funny? that that movie's making a comeback yeah, as well as yeah. cult classic. Yeah, exactly, and it so, deserves it. Right? It, no, it totally deserves it. I it's love totally, that movie. But, yeah, so I remember seeing that, and I remember you know being a young kid thinking like, man, this theater's old. It was old back then. I'm like, man, this theater's old, but it was it, it was good. I mean, we've seen that. So um, I got to get hats. Off. I got to give some uh, props and hats off to my parents. They took me to see a movie at the Huntridge when it was a movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw Return of the Jedi there. Oh, wow. And E.T., I believe. Oh, shit. I was like three or four yeah. years old. There I don't know go. what they were doing taking the three or four-year-old to see no, that. No, they knew exactly this. You uh, need to but see I this. did, so nice. I, I don't remember that. Right, but right. my parents told me that. So just like you're saying, yeah. I actually got to see a movie there. Right, don't remember exactly. that part. Yeah, yeah, but you were there, though. But I was there, I swear. <laughs> That's funny. It was, but um, yeah, so that, you know, that, that band was that first step into professionalism. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then it was not till the next band that I was going to be in, um, I think around 22, 21, yeah. that was the, 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 even the next level where we actually were about to kind of almost get signed to a label, had a manager, yeah. um, did a little mini tour down Southwest. We even went through like, um, El, uh, Fort Worth, Texas and oh, right. did okay. some little dates and things yeah. like that and oh, played a lot more around town. Yeah. yeah. So the next, the, the next band I was in was Pilot to Orion. Okay. The band before that was called Revel. Gotcha. Um, which, but then, so that one didn't, that one kind of fell apart too, as yeah. bands do. Right. And then the next one formed again with my best friend and then a whole bunch of my other friends, um, uh, that I had kind of, uh, met and learned and grew up with through high school mm-hmm. just hadn't been in a band with yet. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think, uh, one of my other close friends was in bands while we were in these bands and they were playing and we were playing and then the way things work out, that one, we all kind of came together. Gotcha. We were all gotcha. living together in a rental home. Oh, yeah. So uh, you guys were like bandmates and... and so uh, that was the biggest... Roommates. And the bis- one of the biggest, most exciting bands for me because it cool. was like super, uh, <clears throat> you know, just really... And this way, this time you were like seasoned and you were like, okay, and now I, was I got my chops down. And yeah, I was I'm sure your other friends, everybody kind of... It was one. It wasn't like you guys a bunch of beginners. You guys were like okay, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Let's, let's get together. Let's get this. Okay. So By that's this cool. point, everyone had been in bands, had been right. doing it long enough. So when we got together this time, it felt for the first time like a very ready to go, but gotcha. like very open and far ideas. Oh, good. It was very free. 
Good. Um, there was three songwriters. Nice. No which, one was like assholes or anything like that. No, or no? Okay. no. There was three songwriters. Three different people would sing. Oh um, wow! Their own okay. the songs that they wrote. Yeah, but everyone, everyone and everyone wrote was, it together. Yeah, and everyone was totally cool for that. Like, oh, yeah. That's yeah. It was. This was, and it was nice because when I jumped into this band, Pilot Show Ryan, I came off of actually taking a break. Yeah. I stopped after that last band. I kind of just. I stopped. I wasn't playing drums at all. I wasn't right. really playing any music. Okay. This was kind of just started. I remember I started at a casino. I got into my first job. There was a valet attendant. Okay. That's how I got into a casino okay. before bartending. Gotcha. Um, and I was just kind of sometimes I was driving a limo. Wow. Some, oh, at really? night sometimes. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of found myself busy that way. Uh, I had just moved out. I was living on my own. Right. So were you but, like, were you burnt out a little bit or you just kind of needed a break? You know, I think... I think I got my feelings hurt on on this, that second band, the way okay. it went down. Okay. And I kind of was just over it for a bit. Yeah. But I think it was nice because when I returned to get back into drums with this with pilot, the third band, Pilot to Ryan, it was, there was like no pressure anymore. Like I was just ready to, or kinda, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I just had these new ideas and okay. I, I was list, I just really started listening to Bowie and Beatles. I had always been a Zeppelin uh, fan because yes. that's my heart. That's where right. I wanted to start playing drums. Yeah, okay. Because I, I always wanted to be John Bottom. You right, know? right. Um, you and a lot of people, but yes, there's exactly. a lot of great drummers yeah. out there, but that's always been my guy. Yeah. Nice. And, um, but the, so having that time off, developing some taste in what I like as far as music, this time around was by far, you know, my best, my best move forward gotcha. uh, and, and as a band too, you right. know? Um, and this was where we came the closest of really getting things together. We were dropping off press packets. We were yeah. driving to LA. We had shows we were trying to book. We were, uh, we had a, we had a manager, you know. Um, we had um, mutual friends with the Killers. Um, oh, nice! Yeah. So they, you know, there's some moments where at that rental house that we were at, they came and practiced at our house because wow. they needed a spot. Oh, cool! So you know, we knew them. Then we started playing shows with them quite a bit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, really? uh, yeah there okay. was a place that you know across from UNLV called Cafe Express Aroma. Yeah, we played a that. lot of shows there. Okay. Probably two shows with them there. Okay, we played this place called Sasha's, which was a. Um, which was a, a gay bar over in that area, yeah. over by Hard Rock. Okay. Um, but on certain nights, like a Sunday night, they, they it was just they did they hosted live music and yeah. bands and DJs, really and we cool. played a lot there. Yeah. So right. that was it was definitely it was like the more artistic happening, um, culturally things were moving really good in right. in that time, the okay. early two thousands. Right, that right. Was, so that was important in that way too. You know, okay. not just a professional part, but the inspirational part. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember um, y you. Talking about it, and, and when you're in it, because by that time uh, we were working at the casino that we're at. You know, uh, you had already started there at that time, so I, I yep. kind of remember that being brought up, and you talking about being in the band. And, yep. and so, how long did uh, Pilot to Orion last, or what 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 year did you guys finally? Now, did you just kind of this guys decide to just to break it up, or did somebody leave, or how did that? It's like a big marriage, right? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. right. Basically, yeah. Like who who took you, the kids? Uh, who uh, got the car? I know, I, mean, I know. Uh, um, so. We did this production um, of a play towards the end of Pilot to Orion. Yeah. Um, and it was a uh, production huh. still going. It's really popular. It's called Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, we were the band. So oh, in nice. this production, there's a live band that's kind of part of the play. Yeah. They play the music live for the show, but they're actually still part of what's going on on stage. Yeah. They're not like just in the orchestra off on the side. So we decided to do that as a band, and it was super successful. Um, everything went well. We had sold out shows, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Oh, really? That pressure. Yeah. Um, it really sent um, everyone, in, certain people, into kind of butting heads, and, and that okay. kind of was the demise right there. Like, I would never take it back because it was so right. much fun. Right. But that kind of was that moment, you know? Where you kind of. So that's interesting that you got something. That and I guess this will speak to a, a lot of bands that it's a next step to take is you got something that was working like from this play, which is a big play. I mean, everyone's kind of heard about, it, and it's the live part, and it's and it's good, but that pressure, I guess, to, I mean, perform it or just kind of keep it going is, yeah. is a lot. It's something that we never hear about from like musicians. Like you know, it's one thing to just do it, but it's nice thing to when you start stepping up your game. That's well, yeah, good. again, talk about another step into that professional level of you have to perform, you have to be ready. Right. I mean, we're putting on three, and then there was two shows a night. Sometimes the matinee thing. Yeah. We're doing it for so many weeks in a row. Gotcha. And huh. these are tickets being sold, people showing up yeah. sold out. They're, they're, like people that knew this this play way before mm, I knew it. And then right. when I got to know it, the music is fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, 
and it was just so successful. But yeah, that um, something about that moment, and I think it was leading up before that. Yeah. But you put that right in the mix at the end. Yeah. And that was it right yeah, there. Exactly. I do remember playing at the Palms. Also, there was a place there called uh, um, the Palapa Lounge. Palapa Lounge. Yeah. Okay. And we played there a lot, so it was going well. You know, there was. Okay. There, um, but that that was the end of that one. Right. Before. No, was it was it like a, a, a messy, you know, like, a, again, it sounds like a marriage. Was it a messy break or it's kind of you guys like, you know what? We all kind of looked at each other and like, yeah, I think this is it. We, we, I guess it wasn't as messy for me. Okay. I was on, kind of a bystander watching yeah, yeah. it. Kind of oh, okay. knew what was happening. Okay, gotcha. It was kind of happening with other members right, more. Right. Well, if anything, you got the easier way out. You're just kind <laughs> kind of, like, I mean, Whoa. it, it yeah. still happened to us all. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. But I wasn't in the middle of it. Gotcha. Um, so... So afterwards, you're like, so does this mean we're over? <laughs> Depends on who yeah. you ask yeah, yeah, okay. if it was messy. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Does this mean we're not playing next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. maybe I'll see you? I don't know. I'll be here. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to show up, so if nobody's here, then I'll just go my, home. My drums are here, so just saying. <laughs> I have to come back, yeah. That's funny. Okay, so that was more, uh, what'd you say, the timeline with it? That I, was a couple years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hmm. because... I think uh, 2005 is when I started my next one. So I might have been like 2000, uh, I'm trying to think 2002 or three to 2004 or five. Yeah. It's, it's a little blurry, but okay. I think 2005 is when I did my my uh, my next incarnation, you know, gotcha. which was kind of cool too, because I would again, take a break, not doing much, got back with my best friend again. And this time we just started a two-piece band. Oh yeah. Uh, it turned into more, but at that moment we were like, Let's just do. Let's just play a little. Just let's jam exactly. again. I yeah. mean, this is like what we did when we were. That's how we first started in eighth yeah. grade in my parents' room. Yeah, or in my room at my parents' house right. with that old bass of my grandfather. Yeah. Like exactly. we were just doing that again. So each each level of these bands I was in kind of happened for the right reasons at the right moments. Right. Because this time again, it was like let's break things down. It's yeah. Just a drummer and a guitar player. Yeah. And we played shows like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of refreshing again. Just a just the simplest form and, and, and sometimes you say exactly refreshing. You had a little so. machine that loops some stuff. And yeah. Oh, that's cool. We filled up the rest. So what would you say, you know, obviously growing up here in, in Vegas and what would you say uh, there would be either advantages or disadvantages to being growing up a musician in Vegas? Well, it was it's it's interesting. The nineties was a huge time for Vegas, yeah. um, the local scene, and as well as the early 2000s. It had its moments of fizzling after that a bit. Right. I, I'm sure that it's going well again. I'm not as in tune. Yeah. Um, but the 90s was a huge time. There was a lot of local bands. There was a lot of punk music coming through Vegas. So right. there was a lot of support there. Yeah. The local, like a lot. I mean, it was such a small town back then. I mean, it was a very small town. Everyone knew, especially it's in the true. music circle, yeah. any circle that you were in, yeah. in the 90s in Vegas, if whatever circle that was, was a small town. Right. You know, yeah, um, exactly. whether small you were a bartender too. already or you're yeah. a musician. So the support was huge. Um, playing shows, playing shows with different bands, pl- trying to put everything together. Um, and that that kind of replicated again in the early 2000s. We saw a lot of support, you know. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So just basically then... And you're right, because Vegas that time, I mean, it was growing and it is, but it was still, and it still does have kind of that small feeling that there's like a tight-knit circle. So that really yeah. kind of helped, everybody, like I said, everybody kind of helped out each other. And, yeah, we and the say bands. that a lot, don't we? Yeah. Even now, even with Vegas being the way it is now, I think I we mean, still find a way to say it has its moments of feeling like a small town. It, it, it really does. I mean, because, in, in, I mean, we're a lot bigger now than, it seems like every 10 years, this, this place just doubles in size in general. You got it. Uh, but there's still... It seems like a core group of people that, and I guess because it's all located in the center. I don't know if that make any sense, but it does. It still has that yeah. kind of feel to it. I mean, it's it's, got, it's going a little bit. It's leaving a little bit because it's getting so big, but it still does that little bit. And and I know being like, and I was talking about before on my past episodes. You know, you being born here and being here, and you've never moved away really you've always lived here it's, never lived anywhere else it, it's i mean here for vegas that's that's a rare thing you, i you think at least my age yeah, yeah I mean, right. all these younger generations yeah exactly there's gonna be a lot of them there but yeah um growing yeah you're right growing up here in the 80s and 90s um it was a very small town but yeah i never never moved away i've yeah. had ideas there's there's moments where it was gonna happen and it didn't yeah. and i've traveled plenty to keep me at bay but, right but no i mean i've never Never been anywhere else. Right. Which is kind of strange. All right. You know what? I'm going to take a break here for a second, and then uh, everybody will be right back. 
Hey guys, this is Mr. Buttermilk from the Pimp Gimp Shrimp Show, and I'm interrupting your schedule program to tell you about a podcast hosted by three amigos who weekly sit down in a dimly lit garage and at a table most likely bought at a garage sale, where we focus on conversations and rants, movies, shows, video games, and life experiences. And yeah, I know, I know, it sounds like every other podcast out there, but we're different. What makes us different? One of us is actually an alien who's been living among us for 30 years. Dude, what the hell? You're not supposed to tell my secret, bro. What's going on? Hey, Smelly, I didn't tell anyone that you were the alien. All I said was that one of us is an alien. And it's not like I gave away Scrap Metal Secret where he wears his girlfriend's clothes at home when no one's around. Hey, okay, I guess I guess I oversee my welcome, guys. But uh, catch us on the Pimp Gimp Shrimp Show where uh, we have a good time and I'll see you there. Okay, you guys, and we're back here, uh, back here still with Patrick and telling his, uh, his uh, adventures and, and travels as being a, a Vegas musician. Um, so, Patrick, when we left, we were talking about you, the, uh, I don't want to say the, the demise of a pilot to Orion, but when that thing finally came down and you said you were, uh, you started your next journey with your next, uh, with your, your friend, and you guys were playing a two-man band, basically, which was kind of cool. I, I like that, uh, the, how simple that is. And I've heard some other, you know, stuff that before that is, I, I, I don't, I don't want to use the word silly, but as, as I guess simple is still the word. Simple as it seems, that can be awesome. And that, that could be really cool to hear, you know, especially when two guys are, and I, I know you guys knew each other and you were to yeah. be in tune. And so I, that would have been interesting to see that or something. So Yeah. Um, I think, I think what made it work so well is just how, how stripped down it was. But really a lot of it was just that how much we didn't care except right. just wanted to create some stuff some music you're almost so doing it for yourselves live, basically it yeah. just came across well because we yeah. were we didn't really have any parameters right and, and it was just us and we kind That's of a stripped down thing but it didn't feel that way when you saw us i right. think we made it still fill up right and um so that was the the next the beginning of what the next band because then eventually we would be getting a bass player and another person coming in to sing and yeah and and um, but these be people you know of, or just kind of people you just found, or, or um, just kind of kind of a little bit of both. Okay. Um, so when we for the for the while we were just playing us two, and we played multiple shows. We played at the Ice House. I think that's still okay. there, but it was like a pretty happening so. bar back then. Yeah. I don't know. We were wow, playing there. That's and funny. We played at. Uh, were you were the instruments all like full of ice, or were you get you, exactly? You go and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, where <laughs> okay. you put your beer was. Though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but. Uh, we played a couple of our gigs and um, like across from the old Debbie Reynolds Hotel. No, I remember Debbie Reynolds Hotel. Yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. a little a, yeah. little bar across the way from there. Yeah. And didn't they have her face on the on the? I think the it did. Building? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's loving yourself. Okay, sorry. Oh, keep yeah. going. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Really. Um, what was cool about that project is that we wrote some songs and we actually paid for it on our own and went in and recorded professionally in yeah. a, a studio okay. um, to put something down. Um, to try to shop around and maybe just try to see if we can get something going again. Right. We just felt like, well, who cares? It's just us. Let's right. write some songs. What we was your guy's some, name? It was Jazz in the Notes. Okay, Jazz in the Notes. Okay, yeah. so get, trying to get your your uh, music out there and yeah. see. Okay. Um, the backing band was kind of the idea was the notes and 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 my friend he comes kind of going by the alias Jazz Jericho, so like yeah. Jazz in the Notes, oh, nice. but. Um, we, we went in and we did uh, like a three three or four song demo okay and we paid all the money for it and it came out really good and I remember us shopping that around a little bit we got someone to come in and sing the the parts um, uh, some other extra parts like right. a female voice oh cool and so actually, and... yeah but she actually ended up staying in the band nice okay we gathered another bass play, a bass player so now we had a full band so we were um, starting again. Once again, we were playing shows. We were moving around town, um, getting some gigs. We we were doing. We played um, at the House of Blues as far nice. as like the the restaurant side. Yes. Okay. And we were put, trying to put on different ideas this time around. We weren't right. trying to just be like, here's our song, our set, and we're gone. Right. We uh, started, you know, doing things like uh, we played when we played at the House of at, at the House of Blues. We put on like a an old like New Orleans funeral like. March that okay. we, we led in to get us onto oh, stage, cool. then yeah, yeah. to play our set. Yeah, yeah nice. So oh, we yeah. had like intro music and had like a little thing. So every time now we were trying to come up with like some uh, just some ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we played. We opened up for a set of plays that was at the Aruba Hotel. Okay. Um, there was a place there called the uh, 
the Thunderbird Lounge. I think it used to be called the Thunderbird Hotel, right. but then it became the Aruba, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's, they kept the name as the Lounge. But they had yeah. a little black box back there that had like plays going on. So what okay. we did as a band is we opened up in like the the bar area. Okay. With our little set, but we came up with like a little play of our own and made it like our own little half hour set. And then for people to watch and then go into the play. Right. Okay. Um, So we started to come up with more ideas like that. Yeah. I think we got a little more, um, wanting to do a little bit more, I don't know, artistic or just adults. I don't know. You were creative. You were getting, and that's kind of, well, that's where most of the best stuff comes from people. You know, you're just like, hey, let's play around with this and let's do this. So that's right. kind of cool. So you weren't just a music. You were, you were kind of like a whole show, basically. You we wanted were, to put a whole production, basically, is what yeah, it I mean, sounds we like, which it, is cool, you know. I don't know if it was every time, but we definitely right. had this idea of wanting to add, like, a little more theatric right. with right. it. Nothing over top, but just something. Right. Um, and that's funny because that's what led us into really trying to play down on First Friday yeah. back in that 2000. Five era where it was first Friday was starting and it was yeah. moving along. It was still mostly uh, in a specific area and um, a lot of it moved in with its art galleries and stuff. It's nothing like it was now, but we were playing live down on the on on the streets, right? And okay. like opening it up before it went out and you know into the bars and the galas and the things like that. Yeah. Um. It just I remember us just not quite getting enough. Support just not right there yet like yeah. it's grown so much and it's become so big right for this town but back then it was still kind of it wasn't there yet yeah not not quite at least it didn't feel like it for Building. us when we were trying to <clears throat> yes. as a band get on and play different areas you know it's it's definitely become a big place now i mean right. i remember the art bar was there like not far in that area and then that would be a big place for bands to play after okay later on after yeah. the first friday's done as far as the art galleries and then it moves into the bar so we were just kind of definitely trying to be a part of that yeah um, you know, and uh, so that was another different kind of twist and a fun part of my journey. Yeah. You know, playing music in this town. Um, it was definitely um, unique. It was a little bit different each time in each band, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's in like this band, you guys were kind of, uh, like you said, branching out, being more creative. You're kind of trying to think out of the box a little more as, as a not just playing to just as as when you're showing your your, your show yeah. and stuff and well, so that's yeah, kind of neat uh, that's the band before pilot to orion we were kind of doing the same okay but we were playing shows with so many other bands and stuff that we had little snippets of things like that but it's hard to get um, real... but you know you got a little time set you yes. this that so we had ideas of that and i think that's kind of still something that could have grown in that band right, had right. it you know stuck, had, it had it stayed but yeah um, I think on the next the next time around because I think because we started with only two people we were just thinking about things differently yeah right you know? just, and basically it seems like when you get started like you're just basically playing you're playing stuff for you, for yourself that you guys like like oh this is cool not that you don't want anybody else to listen but you're kind of more and more of like you know what what do we like it's not worried about it. what what it was it, oh we like this the way this sounds and yeah then, and yeah it was nice to play stripped down and when we added the next pieces and stuff it everything really round out and it felt good right. and we were starting to have some um, really good shows and yeah. um yeah and once again you know just the way things go right uh, nothing lasts forever so when so it, it playing as, as you have for these few bands in Las Vegas here now do you think here. There's more of an opportunity to go and, and go someplace to play, or do you think it's just really the same across the board for like all big bigger cities? I mean, not that we're a big city, but I mean, because we have all the casinos and all the places that, that that need live stuff, you know. Yeah. Do you find? Would you think it's uh, the same opportunity here as with you know, or, or is it more? How would you look at it? Well, I mean, I believe that it's definitely had its ebbs and flows right. um, as far as the local community of music. Um, but I know it's always there. Yeah. Um, there's there's constant venues that are always supporting right. ways for people to get down and play and, and people to come check them out. Uh, and again, that's just a tight-knit community. But I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, even when I was in Jazz and the Notes, I mean, we got an opportunity to play House of Blues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was... If that was to keep moving too, I know there were still more opportunities to present themselves, and right. maybe even bigger and bigger things. You know, yeah. I think there's, I think there's avenues. I think yeah. it's healthy. I right. think I don't get out as much as I was able to and see what's going on as, as much now. But um, I guarantee you that you know, if you if you're out there in those local shows and watching some of these great bands and uh, talent, that yeah. you're gonna feel like it's strong as ever. Right. You know? it, it, it and it does seem like. 
almost every casino, you know, a big major casino you go in, I mean, there's at least three, four, five places that are that they're playing, you know, in that casino alone, live bands and stuff. So it is yeah. a lot of opportunity here if you've, uh, um, that I don't know if usually a, a city our size, you know, population-wise elsewhere would have, we're more attuned to, like, I, I know I keep probably the same, like a, a New York, Chicago, these are huge cities that yeah. have a lot of places going, so we, ours is just all kind of crammed in a little bit more in one. Yeah, well, there's a huge market for cover bands, right? Right, I right. I mean, you talk about all these casinos and stuff, and, and um, there probably are moments where you're able to get on there and do some original stuff, but, right. you know, you're getting hired for yeah. a lot of times. Hey, Skinner, yeah. I want to hear Freebird. Yeah, yeah, yeah here's your Freebird yeah. right here, buddy. <laughs> I got two of them for you. Yeah, I got two of um, But... You know, I think that when you d- get off the beaten path, I think that it's still there. I think I guarantee right. you it's still thriving, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, if you th- think about the influx of not only people moving here, but just the amount of people growing up here, uh, musician-wise, I know there's more than ever. Right. And I bet you there's even more talent than ever. Yeah. So that's exciting, you know. Yeah. I might not have my finger on the pulse as much right now, but I know it's there. Yeah. And I know that there's probably some phenomenal stuff happening. I'm you know? sure there is, yeah. Um, and so I guarantee you it's still there. And I think this town probably is strong as ever with that kind of stuff. Oh, you know? that's cool. Yeah. I, and it's... Uh, so you... I know lately... Um, you had said you hadn't been playing as much. I mean, well, now you got a, a wife and a kid, which brings your attention more to that and stuff. And I know you said recently um, we talked that you're, you're kind of getting back into it again. You're kind of feeling it again. Yeah. And uh, and I'm sure, like, you're not into it now, but I'm sure if you started kind of pushing that again, you know, to find out you, you would get your finger back on that pulse and you'd probably... Yeah, absolutely. I, I've kept up a little bit as far as doing projects. I recorded um, a full-length album on drums for my friend... Um, at 11th street records and then you know he took him he you know lives in new york and he made the album and and so i'm able to still do things like that recording wise like being in a band practicing yeah not as much nowadays but um i think for me the the really the cool thing uh future wise is thinking about how my music can live on and it's probably through my daughter i mean she's interested she likes to she watches everything that i do piano drums she's singing i already have her in piano class nice so you know she's, she's, she's liking it she's, she's a lot she's young, so that's younger than i started right oh um, beautiful that's awesome and she seems interested and she's enjoying right. it i think that honestly as much as i might have a piano at the house and have a drum set at the house and whatever I, she probably seems to be someone that wants to like sing write songs and play to a guitar yeah <laughs> something right, I don't, that, right. Yeah, so that's <laughs> funny but that's that'll be her journey but i right. think my my inspiration as far as music will kind of live on that way which i'm excited about yeah um not to say that i'm not going to get into some projects no i still yeah. want to record i got lots of ideas yeah. things that i still want to kind of do right um and who knows when you know when she gets off and she's doing her own thing again if old pops got some time to get in the yeah, band yeah, again exactly. who knows yeah. but, <laughs> but we never know she might be in the sun. like you know what dad can you come play for us right. we need a drummer there but like, nah, you know, maybe even one day i get good enough at like uh recording things and i can be like hey you know uh you got a you got a band come come to the house I'll record you guys yeah there we go. I don't know but uh, either way I think like that's kind of what excites me now is moving forward it's kind of seeing it through another younger person and how right. that might grow that way nice you know how I had my journey um, maybe you know I get to watch this one yeah. and uh, help whenever however yeah oh, maybe at cool. times don't touch me don't but want then, don't right, want to be around but yeah. then maybe that's you know right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and I like how you put it that's how you that's how you're um, legacy lives on is obviously through your kids all the time, but it, it it is cool when your kids pick up the stuff that that you loved so and, and you've done and you held so dear that they they seem to kind of latch onto it too. You're like, well, cool. I mean, that it, yeah. I, first of all, you're like, hey, that is my kid. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, it's <Woo! laughs> it's funny because you know you never want to push anything too no, much. Right. Being that parent, you're thinking, no, you don't want to do that. But I think it's inevitable, right? I always have some music on somewhere in the house. Yes. Um. Whatever we're doing, I'm, I want to turn the TV off. Let's put some music on. She's knowing. She's recognizing things. Um, she's understanding different artists. Um, and I think, you know, that's exciting, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think right. I think as much as I'm not pushing anything on her, she probably has no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in for the long haul. <laughs> that's cool. But that her her journey now is what's excite, kind of what excites me. And, and right. you know, um, but I think I still can... 
uh, do do some things and, and you know recording wise and putting things down on tape and right. who, who knows but uh, yeah, it, yeah I'm glad it got me to where I was now and right. now watching that in someone else right exactly and like you say you don't want to force them but you're always going to be the firm like no 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 we we, we got to practice or no 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 let's, let's get this out you don't want to push too it's that fine line don't yeah. push too much but you don't want to well, be too hey, let because... me tell you about piano lessons yeah, hers yeah. is a lot more refined and fun they've thought about it yes. mine was literally at Monotonous and mundane. At a, uh, a at a lady's house oh that w- I had to play with a quarter on my hand, and oh that quarter God. fell off. Yeah, you yeah. know, so I, I you start over. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. No, no, not that far. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you had to start over, which yes, probably at sometimes like, can you just beat me senseless, please? Yeah, I can go no, home. I'll take the ruler, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, it was uh, definitely that's where I think there's moments through my journey of piano lessons that were. And it still shaped me who I was, but right. it was uh, could be a little arduous. It could be a little yeah. taxing, yeah. a little very strict, very would, quiet. Yeah. Yes. Um, I see that there's different ways now to do things, yeah. and I'm seeing it in what she's taken, okay. which is really cool. And um, maybe the way they do it now, it, 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 it'll keep more kids stuck to practicing and, and sticking with it. Because uh, I know, like you said, a lot of kids start doing that, but... Well, I can't handle that. that's 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 tedious work that you, that you did. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, it still I, is now, anyways. But maybe you know the beginning here is like it makes it more, like you said, more fun. There more. are people that I know that did the lessons just like I did and made it not even half the way. Right. And why did I? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. it's just uh, the the, who, the way I am, or yeah. um, being yeah. an only child. Maybe you know my mom being there. I just was like, oh, I definitely want to do this for them. I don't yeah. know, but I I actually made it the, through that, which I'm nice. glad because then. That never would have led me to the drums, right. which is actually what led me to all my musical, better musical endeavors. You know, yeah. I mean, no one needs a piano player in a yeah, band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a drummer. That's right, right. right. <laughs> no, that's too bad because a piano player, uh, you know, and, and I know we have a time, but I did take piano lessons in, in, in college a little bit, and that is very, it's hard. It, it is. It's, yeah. but it's very, uh, 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 like I would like to say, a foundation uh, um, uh, instrument that you can play anything on it. Anything well, it's all right there in front of you. It's all right there in front of you. You can make any song on it, basically, and then you can yeah. just take that and transfer it to something else. Yeah, you else. got you have rhythm, but melody, hard to bass, play. treble. Yeah. You have it all right there in right. front of you. So I think if you kind of get over that hump, it right. opens the world, which okay. was, I guess, just random the way that worked out for me. I don't know if that's exactly how my mom ever planned it. She probably was just like, I took piano lessons. Yeah, I should probably get you in piano lessons. Yeah. But I mean, if she didn't think that, I probably would never have played the drums. You probably, know? yeah, exactly. Or maybe never. I would never have been able to teach myself drums. Right. There's there no way. Right. No, I mean, right. I, it was hard enough anyway. I've never yes. had any lessons. That's cool. Um, Man, that's awesome. That and you just kind of just yeah. self taught. Um, I do feel sorry for my mom and dad. Probably those days where I was in the learning. Room. Just, just trying. I mean, I can only imagine what that sounded like. They probably got the way the other side of the house. Oh, who knows? That's funny. Because yeah, I was yeah. in my own little world. Yeah, you didn't even so know. So yeah, yeah. they didn't exist at that moment. But I'm sure outside that wall, I existed. It's funny now, and I'm pretty sure you didn't think about that until you became a parent. Like, man, what I had to put them through. But seriously, God I, bless them. Yeah, I probably thought about that sometime in my 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but not for a long time. You're like, oh. But wasn't I total dick to them when I was doing that? Again, yeah. Back to pots and pans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pots and pans. And pans. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So now, uh, the place we work at Casino, I know we had, we had an Irish bar, and that you did play, uh, and then we had a, we have an Irish band that comes in. Uh, they used to play um, Darby Gill is the name of the band, and I know you played drums for them a little bit, right? I would fill in from time to time, yeah. As, okay. uh, as Just when they needed it? When the, when the drummer needed a break or wanted to take some time off. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's those, those nights... Those late nights filling in, playing. Yeah. So that that's funny. So you would work, was this time, were you day shift at this time? Were you, yeah, that was, so day yeah. shift, and then same place, you basically would just go, almost, I mean, it's just in the same building, right next door, and then. I mean, uh, a wall. Yeah, yeah. And a then wall and over. Yeah. I mean, you know, so basically, I would fill in for the band, and play i think technically till one but yeah they ran over bad. till they two really late. Exactly. depending on just the yeah. way the tips flow in right, or right, the right, drinks right. flow yeah. in oh my god so there was some nights getting home at four i'm like oh, all right yeah. so i'm literally going right back to where i played the <laughs> next wall over at 9 a.m 9 a.m yes <laughs> so this uh, this irish bar was located right next to a, a service bar in our place and the service bar is a, a bar that just serves the cocktail waitresses there's no we don't get actual people come out ordering drinks. It's a separate room that it just it's just for employees only, but and that in itself would make it, especially in the morning, would make it kind of tedious because it's not that busy in the morning. So I'm sure if you had a late night there, yeah. you're in the you're kind of just trying to stay awake and rough stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, I was. 
Luckily, I was young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can oh take a lot better. Yeah, could you imagine doing that now? <laughs> no. Zero like, no. sleep. Zero yeah. sleep. Oh. I mean, you're like, uh, I got this. I got yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, you know that that didn't happen a lot, but it happened enough. I I definitely remember St. Patrick's Day coming around, and mm. they spread yeah. they spread themselves thin. They needed all the help they could get, so I played some of those shows too. Yeah, like separately at a different place, and where other parts of the band would play at oh a different venue. Oh that's, that's, yes, because that is that. like the day for yeah, them, yeah, you that's know? Exactly. or that weekend of whatever. But all that. so I remember some of that too. But um. Definitely those nights filling in. They ran over. Mm, that's it was, funny. It was kind of a bleed. I feel yeah. like I could have just pulled a cot yeah, yeah, up in yeah, the back yeah, hall yeah. and just yeah. made it easier <laughs> on myself. It, it probably could have, exactly. <laughs> that's funny because I, no, I, had, I had worked this Irish bar, but unfortunately, I had, uh, by the time we got in there, or I worked there, that you weren't playing drums with them no more. No. Yet. That already stopped. Stuff. Yeah, so I that's too so. bad because I, I would have been, I've never seen you play live, and that would have been fun to see that. And talking about, like you said, especially when we first got on that bar, the shows would we get out of that bar sometimes five in the morning. Yeah. Me and my uh, my work brother, Max, and we had a big pizza boy over there too, but me and Max would be there five in the morning. we finally like, everybody, get out. We yeah. want to go home. Seriously. We're so damn tired. Enough music. Yeah, enough music. Everybody go. Just, yeah. that's my right. ears are ringing now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, so I, you're right. I mean, it just and it just depended back then. It was kind of kind of exciting in a way, but yes. like you didn't know how the nights, every night was, it was... You don't know where it was going to go or, or when it was going to end. Yeah, basically. and it was like that even when I was playing, if not more so. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was just, they had, you know, I think back then they were serving food. So they oh, people stayed yes. longer. Right. Yeah, you had bigger yeah. crowds. You're and eating, you had more you're to drinking. offer. And, yeah, exactly. Um, and it was still uh, um, a, definitely a new, it's still in its infancy or its earlier stage of yeah. that band career. Yeah. Um. Because I know they're still they're still going strong and all that, but um, it was definitely that was a that was a hub, right? You know, yeah. and it was exciting, but yeah, um, yeah that, that was a. I'm glad I didn't do that too much. Yeah, you right. know, just oh, every man. once in a while. I'm Matter of fact, I think that, I think that's where I finally told him I was like, I this is so much. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't anymore. do it. Yeah, you know? I can't do it anymore. You guys are killing me. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you got to work the next morning. Say, dude, I got to work this morning. I'm, like, I'm still yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but now were you? I know these guys would drink heavily. Were you drink heavily too, or you kind of, were you purposely like I can't? Do I've this never too been much. able to do that much okay. with drums. Right, I never have. It's impressive that some of those guys that won there as oh much as they drink do. I don't oh know how they're doing God. that. Yeah, talk about John Bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah exactly. Thirty something shots of oh play. Oh my God. I mean, um, or or so I heard. Right, right, right. right. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I was able to always, and even when I was in um, my last band that I was in, um, which was after Jazz Notes, which was called the Novelty Act. Right. And that was my last hurrah, so to speak, um, which was another great incarnation of music and playing shows. But um but even even in those bands, I could have a beer. Or I could have maybe back then it was a brand new idea, like yeah. one vodka Red Bull. Ooh. That's oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Just something to give me a little energy. Right, right, right. And then I had to play off. my show. Right. You know, as soon as I'm off off the stage, I'll oh, give me something. Right, it's fine. Right. But I was just never that person. I yeah. would, I would just, I've kind of always been a perfectionist, especially mm. with with drums, piano. Yeah. I I played it well. I know it well. I didn't play it enough in bands to know if I was a perfectionist, but I did know I was a perfectionist with yeah. drums. Okay. Matter of fact, that's one of the reasons I kind of, other than the the lack of sleep, um, it one of the reasons I didn't want to keep playing as much with Darby was the fact that I am such a perfectionist and I wanted to know all these songs and know every break and but mm. it's almost impossible because they were they're such a live band, right? Yeah. They're such off the cuff yeah. style band. And what do you I want look, to hear? And I, know, yeah, and I love that yeah. about them. Yes. But for me filling in randomly every it, once in a while, that stressed you out. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it stressed you and out. And I don't want to sound bad. Right, right. I didn't want to make them sound bad. Right, right. And I think when I did play for them, everything worked out, but I like being I always like being in control yeah. of my music with that stuff. And right. I was kind of one of the catalysts of me being like, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, on top of the schedule find, and then everything, and on yeah. top of the work and yeah. this and that, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 also starting other music endeavors because that was all overflowing, right, right, you know, right. And, and bleeding into each other, yeah. Um, but I think um, that's kind of also why I was like, no, I can, I'll have a drink, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Afterwards is fine, right, right, yeah. We'll, I can't do that. exactly. Yeah, well, not everybody could do that. It's, but it's, I, uh, but you know that yeah. that. I would really, I felt like I could fall apart. Like yeah. if I had too much, like I just yeah. like being on time. I liked, there was, there was moments when I played live to a click in my ear. There's moments yeah. where I didn't, but either way I knew I wanted to be 
on that mark. Right, you right, know? exactly. So, yeah, and that's the, at least you recognize just that's just the way you build. You know, yeah. I can't. You're like, if I keep doing this, I'm gonna be unhappy, and it's not gonna be good. I, I can't. I keep could, doing yeah, this. and I, I, I know to a certain extent that's kind of what makes that band work, but yes. it just didn't work for me. Right, I, right. I, yeah, that's just the way I treated it. Hey, at least you had, you had <laughs> exactly you had some fun while you had. I it did. I yeah. liked it, and yeah. I would have liked to do it more if I could have gotten more under my belt. But that that opportunity's not there because I wasn't filling in that much. Right, right. So what do I do? Hold them all hostage and say, "Show me every song." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> come with a gun and do that. <laughs> I know you guys have like fifty songs. <laughs> Show me your songs. Show me now. <laughs> well, that's funny. All right, man. Hey, well, Patrick, thank you for uh, coming in and and. Telling us your story, man. I, I really appreciate it. You know, I, I myself haven't heard a lot of this from your from your background and stuff. And and like I said, everybody, he is a, a great bartender, um, and as long as a, a really good musician and stuff. So it's it's good to see his musician side of this stuff, um, especially being here in Vegas and uh, uh, all the stuff that you yeah, that you had to go through. And and it's neat to just hear that side of your of your story. You know, I haven't heard it, a lot of times when I'm talking to Patrick, we're uh, on Call of Duty, or <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're at work, just uh, laughing at yeah. the, the, the day and stuff and everything. So mm-hmm. it, um, it's interesting, man, and, and, and I'm glad. Uh, I'm I'm proud of you with uh, uh, your wife, who was a uh, you know actually as everyone know started as a waitress with us, you know, working at a bartender over there. Yeah. Um. So for your kid and everything, I, I'm proud of you, man, and I'm, and I'm glad to be your friend and everything. So I want to thank you, man, for coming in and uh, I appreciate it. Your stories and everybody, by the way, um, I am going to be getting some intro and outro music, and our our fellow Patrick here, he's going to be providing that. So when that comes up, uh, I'll put that on for you, and that's definitely going to be all Patrick here. <laughs> right uh, on. And I've had little tidbits of it. It's her little tidbit, and it, it, it sounds awesome. Um, Patrick, would you want to plug or you want to add anything? No, I mean, this has been a blast, and uh, congrats to you to getting this up and running. I'm happy to Thank be a you. part of it. Thanks, and uh, just shout out to everyone out there, all the friends and family, anyone out there that stumbles upon this and uh thanks for having me all right thanks man uh, guys uh, again if you want to get a hold of the show or contact it well, i'm on twitter and instagram at tfv underscore podcast i guess it's tfv underscore podcast also tales from vegas podcast all in one um thank you again guys it's been episode three hope to see you again uh here soon bye